and hello good people of the internet it is i tommy kelly this is adventures in woo woo and welcome to another of the monthly one card 40 servant divinations where people over on patreon my great supporters and the most wonderful people and best looking people in the world send me in their questions at the beginning of the month and i pick a card out for them from the 40 servants deck and interpret that card um, in relation to the question they have asked so it's um advice from a friend it's uh you know not the word of god uh, um we've talked about this many times on the channel before that um, i see divination divination as seeing something from a different perspective from a different viewpoint rather than something that's set in stone or you know the divine himself or herself or itself saying this is exactly how it is so uh, take it as seriously as you would someone you trust discussing your problem over a cup of coffee and no more okay we'll get straight into this um well no just before we get into it over the last while i've been doing um a lot of different editing type things on the the vlogs where um i did all that quick snappy youtube editing where we leave out all the ums and ahs and any pauses but it takes hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, and hours extra to do that and what i discovered i was becoming more uh, a vlogger podcaster who occasionally does some writing and some art rather than an artist and a writer and a musician who uh, occasionally does pod uh, podcasts and vlogs and uh, I want to get the ratio back to actually doing you know the, the art the music the writing rather than essentially the talking about it so that uh, means that I've cut down to tasks is going to be uh, every two weeks and then the other two weeks of the month will be the divinations video and the question and answers video and hopefully that will give me some time and some headspace to work on all the other projects that I actually want to work on not to say that I don't think doing the videos are fun I do it's just we're taking up more time than I could allocate Craig what do the cards the servants have in store for me this month so the contemplator so this is kind of, in a sense, the contemplator. There's many different kind of ways you can kind of look at it. Is it the unconscious? Is it the, the right hemisphere of the brain? Is it the part of um, ourselves that we kind of have to let go of in order to activate it? And by that, I mean, there's kind of this notion that if you ever have a, like a particular, something you're trying to remember, say, and you, uh, part of your brain which is the left side of your brain is, is very kind of rational and functional and it's trying to work it out but you kind of have to distract that part of your brain in order for the other part of your brain or the other part of your consciousness to uh, work on that problem and so the contemplator for me um, very much indicates this an awful lot of time and this is what I think it's saying to you Craig is that you have to kind of allow whatever the things that are, you're working on not to put too much pressure on them not to think about them too much not try and work them out not to actively be working on them just hand them over and let them kind of bubble in the background and do whatever they need to do and then eventually the answer will arise and actually so just get on with whatever you have to do in your life get on and do whatever is the thing that's presenting itself to you right now and allow the bigger picture or whatever it is you're working on just to bubble in the background not to say that's not to say like if it's uh, say some sort of spiritual thing that you give up meditating or you you know stop reading the books you just do what you normally would do without trying to have that forced effort on trying to work something out or resolve something or bring something to fruition. Okay, Sarah, what should my main focus be this month? So we have the thinker. Interesting. So the thinker in, in many ways 
uh, in this regard would be the opposite of what Craig got, where he was saying kind of, you know, to let it all just kind of sit in the background, not too much, put too much effort on it. This is saying that you should kind of do, is become very rational about what, what it is, your focus, and become, is this actually working? Rather than, does this feel right? Is this some, you know, like, rather than, I was going to say something I enjoy, but of course you still have to enjoy it. Um, but are you doing it just because it's something you enjoy rather than it's good for you on paper or it's a good move or it's the best plan or it's the correct way of thinking about things really rational kind of approach to what you have to do this month rather than the kind of more seer or intuitional approach that you could have or even the contemplator approach which is just to let things go <coughs> and work in the background so it's you know making lists to-do lists approaching things from a very kind of materialist, reductionist, you know, if magic didn't exist, how would I approach all of these problems? What are the practical steps to do all of these things? Think everything through. If I do this, what's the repercussions of that? What's the ramifications? Um, you know, and have a real pro proper, rational, thinking it all out, left brain approach to your problems. Interesting that both left brain and right brain came out there, it's the first two cards, given that I'm currently reading an, an awful lot of Ian McGilchrist. Natasha. How do I find my way back to myself? Okay. The guru. So the guru is, let me see, in relation to this, what is it? Practicality. It's practical use of knowledge rather knowledge for knowledge's sake. It's sort of in actually doing something. And it involves... So, say um, you're told that meditation um, is great for restoring mental health, or at least bringing stuff into equilibrium, having a bit more of an idea of groundedness, concentration, mindfulness, all of these things. And we know this, we know this to be true. And we know it's a great thing and we occasionally do it, say. But the guru would call to say, no, start getting a, a, a daily practice. Start doing it rather than just having the knowledge that these are the things. You know, if, if you're kind of surrounding yourself with the ideas of, well, I know that there should be, sorry, well, I have a hair on my mouth, that, you know, like the positive thinking or having, or doing, having a gratitude diary or something like that, they're great ideas and they probably do work. You're not actually doing them. Um, then the guru would suggest do stuff like that. Do all the things that we're told helps find ourselves, journaling, doing sigils, doing magic, talking to people who are experts in the area, reading the books that, uh, you know, teach us more, watching the lectures, but, you know, an actual doing of something rather than waiting for something to happen, rather than waiting for, say, our lives to sort out or things, something good to happen, actively going and doing something practical as a movement towards what it is we want. Much easier said than done, and awful lot of times, particularly if you're in a bad place, because the last thing you want to do is anything. Um, but that's what the guru would say, is that there needs to be some sort of practical movement towards doing stuff, rather than waiting or hoping, or uh, just thinking about these things. Good luck with that, Natasha, it's a tough place. Grayson, what should I be aware of this month? I should be aware of how hot it is in this office. And I'm sweating, so excuse my wateriness the idea creativity Grayson you should be aware of creativity and doing new things or some new idea some new 
not necessarily an opportunity because that kind of sounds like a new job is coming or something like that, but some new spark of inspiration, something that hasn't, and that could be like it was because it hasn't occurred before, but it could be within something you're already doing. Like say you, you're a writer. So say it could be some sort of new story idea or some new germ of an idea rather than, you know, suddenly deciding that you're going to be a window cleaner or something completely different. It's not like a dr dramatic kind of change, but some something to keep an eye out for around creativity, some new idea, some fresh kind of inspiration, something that needs to be tended to uh, and allowed to grow. But that can, in its very early stages, can be easily just kind of forgotten about and, you know, it's like that idea of, yeah, it's like that kind of notion that uh, someone can come up with an idea for a movie and they kind of think about it for a few days or a few weeks and then never do anything with it. So then the idea moves along goes on to someone else because it's not being tended, it's not going to grow, it knows it's not going to manifest through this particular person. So you can kind of get these ideas, but then, you know, they'll go, they'll go somewhere else if they're not being tended to properly. So when you see the idea, tend to it properly, nourish it, feed it, Stick it in a pot, put it in a window, let the sun get to it. Max, servants, what will be the most beneficial type of working for your masters to perform with you this month? Now, this uh, Max um, is trying to work out a, a nomenclature that would, uh, you know, what they call someone who uses the 40 servants, and the way they're the servants, and this was the obvious one is what I said, is that you're a master. There's kind of weird connotations in that that aren't nice, I suppose, or that are, it just doesn't gel right. So, uh, I don't know. I've never really had to think about it or want to use something like that to put it in that kind of context. Um, so I will have to. So what would be most beneficial type of working for people to do with the servants? For people who use the servants? Okay, the dancer. To go with it. That for good or for bad, whatever happens that in relation to the 47th, that the best approach this month is be rather than trying to change outcomes is to use the servants to accept the present or the things that are happening that it's about going with it rather than trying to change it to allow it to be what it is to look just to see rather than just rather than trying to make it into what you want it to be so if you are looking for a new job and you don't get the job, rather than using the 40 servants in order to try and change that situation where you do get the job, you would use the 40 servants in order to understand why you didn't get it, to improve and to forgive yourself for not getting the job, to forgive all the people who didn't give you the job and to accept it. So it's a movement and it's about acceptance. Um, sometimes it rains and that's what the, the best use of the 40 servants would be this month. Abraxas. What's going on? I said, hey. It's four non-blondes, right? Okay, so what's going on for Abraxas? Or what's going on? He's not saying for him. What's going on in general? What's going on? The monk. So, what's going on is a period of stillness, of retreat, of simplifying of the thing with the monk that the kind of image is because it's so dark and you have to wonder is he stepping into the light or retreating from the light and you would kind of assume that being the monk that he's 
you know, pulling back into the darkness, into the kind of out of the limelight. So it's a stepping back out of the limelight, out of the spotlight, and returning to simp simplicity or non-complications about understanding the basic needs of life and that that's really all that's really needed and that an awful lot of stuff that we surround ourselves with are, are superfluous um, and causing an awful lot of the things that we think we are trying to heal or make ourselves better with are the things that are actually causing us the hurt. You know, the good stuff, the capitalism, the the things, uh, the, the chase, the search, the, all of these things are the things that are, you know, probably causing the things that we're trying to heal by doing it, if that makes sense. So getting rid of uh, all of the dross and just simplifying and pulling back is what's going on. Stepping out of the spotlight into the darkness, but not darkness in the sense of something negative, into the, like someone on stage having, just pulling back and walking off into that type of darkness rather than into <laughs> something bad. Caption. Uh, honestly, my question is pretty much the same as Natasha's. How do I find my way back to myself, get the feeling comfortable in my own skin again? I'm sorry to hear that's happening for you, Catherine. Kind of had a period a bit like that myself recently, still going through it. Seems to be a thing that you have to do when you engage this type of stuff. It's what we sign up for an awful lot. But let's get some advice. Okay, so it's the librarian. This would suggest that there's some sort of book you have to read or there's some sort of knowledge that you have to get that the answer to the question isn't something that you already know. So while Natasha's kind of one was around applying, uh, it's very interesting because it's exactly like the guru and the librarian are the, in a sense, they're the opposite cards in some ways, the father's in there as well. And there's the, the triple threat. But the, Natasha's answer was to go out and do stuff giving what she already knows, that there's something she already knows that she just has to apply. Whereas this thing, you don't know what it is that you need to apply. So you have to find out what that is, be that from a book, from a course, from talking to someone, but it's, an, it's some sort of attainment of knowledge that you don't have that will lead to helping you find out what you are um, looking for. And of course, I don't know what that is. Um, and I, you know, I, I've searched so much for happiness and the secret and you know the laws of the world and how to solve everything through books and they have been helpful of course but you know I don't think one book is particularly going to uh, solve the entire thing so all you're really looking for is the next step right so not the big picture what's next and that will involve some sort of study reading acquisition of knowledge there's something you don't know that you need to know um, that will help you hope that helps Safira what should I be aware of this month? The road opener. It's very hard to see the cards when I put them up this week because of the lighting situation here. Um, the road opener, you should be aware of... Hmm. If you have ongoing projects going on and some of them have stalled or some of them have kind of, you know, just been withheld or pushed back or some sort of obstacle or whatever, that they're to, to know and to see and keep an eye on when that's removed. It's like uh, sometimes when, you know, 
we're aware that some sort of obstacle has been placed in front of a way of a dream or a goal or whatever it is, we tend to forget about it. And then we don't even realize that that's no longer an issue. Like say you wanted to get planning permission for a house and there was a woman or a man or some sort of worker at the planning, uh, uh, the planning party, I was gonna say, the planning um, council people that objected to a particular type of house. And so you just give it up in that dream of that house. But what you don't realize is she has now left and the next person is much more amenial amenial to uh, what, what type of house you want to do. You know, so it's key, have a look at the things that weren't working out for you and notice if anything has changed, if certain obstacles have been removed or if it is now a clearer road ahead for you to continue doing something that previously wasn't, you know, you didn't have the ability to do. Camellia. What can I do or, or better say? What can I do or better say what servant advice will be for me to forgive someone? I usually forgive easily, but this particular person I'm building up anger inside and from time to time it comes out. What can I change with me? Thank you. So you want to know about how do you forgive this person? Chest. Interesting that a religious figure comes around forgiveness. Um, I suppose there's a kind of a notion in your question that you are to blame for this. That there's, in a sense, the responsibility or the uh, movement, the thing that has to happen is something that you have to do. And because you're not doing it, you're somehow wrong, or there's something broken with you. And I suppose the chest is saying, stop chastising yourself around that. That maybe it's okay not to forgive this person right now. Maybe something has to happen in order for you to forgive. And that not necessarily, <clears throat> let me see, how do I say this right? If someone does something shitty on you, and you don't forgive them because you're not in the place to forgive them or don't think you're ready to forgive them or don't want to forgive them. That doesn't make you a bad person, even though everything we've ever been told by every book and every religion and every world is that you have to forgive everyone their sins and turn the other cheek and essentially allow that the onus is on you to do that rather than necessarily the person who did the bad thing. That there's kind of a switch, right, that happens that it becomes, in a way, you become the bad person because you haven't said it's okay that the bad person did the bad thing. Um, and I think there's a kind of a notion around that that you maybe oh, sit with it, okay, it's okay, don't worry about it for a minute. Um, that's, what's, that's your experience right now is that you can't forgive them or you're finding it, that you're angry about it, you're not over it, you haven't processed it fully. Um, and I don't think it's helpful blaming yourself because you haven't done that. Allow yourself to be angry about it and stop chastising yourself um, about it. And ultimately, of course, stop chastising the other person about it too, eventually, when you get there. Not, not for them, for you. And uh, yeah, but just kind of, you know, <sighs> building up anger inside and then time, 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 well, how about, don't let it, you know, express the anger when it comes out when it's there, rather than not express it. The anger building up is because it's not been expressed and then it gets to such a place that it has to be expressed, whether you want it to or not. So you may, may need to actually talk about this to someone and uh, yeah, process it a bit more. 
Anyway, that's what my reading of the chase is for you. Vincent, what do I need to be aware of before starting my new project? The protester. Okay. Protester, apart from obviously the obvious and um, giving out about stuff that they, they feel is wrong, there's also that notion of speaking your own truth. And so when you're beginning a new project, I would say that at the, make sure at the beginning of it, you are saying what it is that you want from this. That you are saying, this is what the, I think this should be. This is what I want from this project. This is what uh, I need from this project. You know, rather than kind of hoping down the line that it's looking a bit iffy now. Maybe they don't really understand. Maybe we're not on the same page and hoping that that falls into line and say, you know, get all that sorted before you go in. If it is a case that you want to be the boss and no one has decided who's the boss, you say before it starts, I am the boss. If you're writing songs with people um, and you think that the person who writes the lyrics should get a separate... <laughs> Sorry for this. Get a separate uh, credit in that it's music by the band, lyrics by Vincent. Then you have to stipulate that at the beginning, rather than when the, you know allowing people to go through the motions of thinking everyone's writing the song together, everyone's getting equal credit, or whatever it is. So it's at the beginning. Speak your truth at the beginning. What it is you want, what it is you're looking for, what it is uh, you're accepting, what what you won't accept, and go from there, so that there's no confusion later on, and everyone knows what page you're on and where everyone is coming from. Catherine, how to best approach learning a new skill that is intimidating? So, the adventure. Well, see it as an adventure, rather than something that's intimidating. Like, see, it has... It can be very hard sometimes to see the difference, for me, anyway, uh, between anxiety and excitement, because they're so similar. And I suppose people who are closer to the anxiety level of things as their natural kind of thing, that when they do get excited about something, it can feel like anxious, anxiousness. And so it can feel like something that you want to pull away from rather than go towards. Um, so it's trying to, this is kind of say to have a, you know, see it more as this is excitement rather than anxious. It's exciting that this is hard and intimidating. Even the word you're using, you know, change that. Rather than intimidating, it's, um, challenging better you know that this is going to push me this is going to move me this is going to widen me this is going to you know make me a better person whatever it is but see it more in that kind of language this is you know you're going on an adventure rather than you're entering enemy territory or you're getting to the deep water or, or all of those type of visions or words or things that we can say so change all your kind of ideas around it to as seen it as an adventure as something you want as excitement rather than anxiousness Okay, Chris, what message do my guides have me have for me this month? The monk. Okay, so to retreat, to uh, simplify, to not get caught up on world events, um, or even, you know, family events, things that are going on around you, the dramas, don't get caught up and drop, come back, what's simple? Simplify your life as much as possible. See the, the small things that are important. You know, not having a huge fancy house isn't important, but having shelter is. That's the important bit. The rest is just kind of the add-on, you know, the, the kind of keeping up with the Joneses type element of these things. What you actually need is somewhere that you can be safe and, just, you know, out of the elements. 
um, food is important rather than fancy meals, all of that kind of stuff. Um, so simplify, bring it down, get, try and get some clarity, some silence, move away from the hecticness, the drama, all of that kind of surrounding. As much have a, try and find that somewhere that's like a sanctuary within you where you can come out of the, as I was saying earlier, come out of the spotlight, come out of the limelight and into the bit more solitude. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to be on, on, on your own, of course, but have a bit more grounding in yourself and the simple things. And uh, yeah, silence seems to be a word though. Christoph, inspired by John Higgs' KLF book, the best magic book that uh, exists, uh, I con concluded a ritual offering with the Eye, the Pletus, Saint Witch, and the Combined Dead and Messenger Services at the Carl Jung Sculpture in Liverpool. Awesome. For people who want to know why Carl Jung has a bit of a weird English accent is because he learned English in Liverpool and so has a <laughs> Liverpoolian accent at the time. Well, a, a, at least a tinge to his accent. Or he went to college or something. He spent some time in Liverpool anyway. What can I interpret or reflect on from my experience? Um, right, so just let me see. The sun. So illumination, okay, right? That's, that this is an illuminating event, but it's a powerful event. It's Sun, of course, is the place where everything in this universe, or in this solar system, and on this planet, gets its energy from. It's the thing that feeds us, you know, all plant life that grows because it's turning this, the solar energy into material, physical kind of thing. There is more of an idea that while it's, there is a nourishment or a feeding, or this is where our power comes from, or there is an alternate idea of this is, you know, there's a radiance, it shines the light on things, it's, there's a brightness, there's a... Also, there's a sense of what radiance, you know, there's a love, there's, in the same way as there's a nourishment, there's a, like a, not necessarily like say the love of a mother for a child, that'd be more under the, the wheelhouse of the mother, but a kind of everything's okay kind of thing, you know, the, the, there's an expansion, there's a thing coming out, there's, it's luminous, there's an illumination and radiance and nourishment. Best I can do for you, uh, Christoph. That's kind of those three words um, seem to be what this is about. What do you think? Cat, what should I focus on this month? The adventure. Seeing things as an adventure. If you're offered to do something that you don't want to do because it seems like hassle or you're anxious about it or it doesn't seem like it's something that normally would be fun for you, um, try it. I'm the worst person in the world for that kind of stuff. I definitely run away from all of that kind of thing for the most part. But um, at least try to uh, apply yourself to do something that would feel adventurous this month, that would widen, widen out the your accepted possibilities of what you could do this month um, just slightly out of your comfort zones and then accept anything that comes in that way, if you can. And then I don't know if this should be anonymous or not because it was a DM, so I will take it as being anonymous. Um, 
Will I move house this month? The librarian. Hmm. Something hasn't happened yet. That some information that has to be found out before you can move or before you there's missing information and I don't know if that's missing in information in the question if or if there's missing information that would need to be in place for the move to happen there's some part of this that's missing some knowledge that has to be gone so um I don't know is the answer to that which is not helpful but that is the way isn't it always interesting that uh, being that there's 40 cards I do shuffle maybe not the greatest shuffler in the world but I shuffle them enough um, and yet same every time the same type of cards come out um, very interesting this time because we had uh, countering cards a lot of that going on where you had like the librarian you had the guru you know monk came up with a few bits twice at least so yeah we do this every month um, so if you want to get your question in just go over to Patreon links in the description and uh, it's, I put up the post around the first of the month and uh, then it'll be within a couple of days after that no more than a week after that where I'll do the video and post it up um, next video will be a Tasta just Tommy and Spud talk about and as I say that's going to be fortnightly then after that will be the Q&A um, I still haven't got to all the questions from last month's Q&A but I will get to everything eventually. I'm, I'm doing my best uh, with what I have. So, a very wet and sweaty Tommy will say goodbye. And um, genuinely, may your best days be ahead. And may uh, the coming week and months and years be the best that you've had yet. And uh, be well.